Should you bet on Missouri tonight against Ole Miss in the SEC tournament? Eli Drinkwitz not letting us fans get to know these potential Missouri quarterbacks, and also Drew Locke is on the move. All this and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for joining me once again, and thanks to Rock Auto for sponsoring this program. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on Mizzou sent you. I would surely appreciate it, but you know what? I got to say, I was a little bit surprised, as I'm sure a lot of you were, that Missouri was an underdog. At least you go over to betonline.net right now. Missouri, a four-point underdog, plus 150 on the money line, despite beating Ole Miss rather emphatically two times. And, of course, Ole Miss once and Missouri once. But you know what? As the old cliche goes, it's hard to beat a team three times, but... A lot of evidence that I've shown actually says that, oh no, in fact, the team that's won the first two matchups, well, the majority of the time, actually, they do win the third matchup. So it seems like we as fans tend to remember the the time in the conference tournaments where the team did win despite losing the first two times in the regular season, as opposed to the all the other times where it doesn't happen. Now, on the other hand, it is clear that Ole Miss probably had a better season than Missouri, although that's not saying a whole lot at this point. And really, I think this is something I've come back to a lot. These days, I think most of the time, especially in sort of off off the off the radar, off the beaten path college basketball games, like let's be honest, this Wednesday in the SEC tournament, nationally no one's paying attention to anything that's happening today. Who would? Who gives a crap about this? I would much rather see a mid-major conference tournament in the semifinals or the finals than, you know, the 12 and the 11 seeds playing in the SEC, for instance. But so since this is a game that's off the radar, people, I hate to say it, like my friends at betonline.net, probably aren't paying the absolute closest attention to this style of game. And sure enough, they're basically just going by the Ken Pomeroy projections, right? And those projections, again, despite Missouri winning these first two games rather handily, has Ole Miss by three points. Well, in my mind, listen, I'm not guaranteeing a Missouri victory here by any stretch of the imagination. Who knows? Maybe this team's ready to pack it in and go home already. But just looking at it on paper, I can't see that the Rebels have any more of a incentive to win this ball game than Missouri does frankly neither team has that big of an incentive to win this game unless they really want to win one for coach Martin perhaps that being the Tigers of course so to me this is a perfect situation Missouri plus 150 it'd be one thing if the Tigers had eked out the first two games but to me the fact that they basically blew out Ole Miss twice that shows me there must be some sort of matchup advantage here for the Tigers just as simple as I can possibly put it so to me plus 150 meaning if you bet ten dollars on this game you get 15 back if the Tigers win just those odds alone to me make it worth a shot now with those type of bets 
to me, those that's the best value you're probably going to get in betting is around that plus 150 money line range. Well, believe me, I know this from experiences. Somebody's put down a lot of $10 bets in his life. I'm not exactly a high roller, but you're going to look stupid sometimes. Those seem like really good values, but occasionally, yeah, your team's going to lose by 20 and you're going to feel really dumb. Well, ignore that feeling because you just got to keep going at those types of games selectively, of course. But I actually do think this is a bit of an opportunity here to get a decent value on the Tigers here late in the season. Now, moving to the football field here for a little while, in fact, probably for most of the rest of this program. Well, I got an email this morning. I assume this was sent out to all Tiger Scholarship Fund donors, the Eastside Wallsworth Family Columns Club in at Memorial Stadium. Well, you're going to be able to take in the spring game inside this year for $25, and you'll also get all-inclusive food, beer, and wine with a cash bar for liquor as well. So, hey, that's actually not the worst thing I've ever heard. Not a terrible value there to be able to get in the stadium, actually get out of the weather if that's the case. But, you know, generally I only go to the spring game if it's nice weather. I'll be completely honest with you. But, hey, this might lure some people like myself who are maybe just looking for a good time on a Saturday afternoon. So the doors will open at noon for that 1 p.m. start. And I have to say I was a bit surprised. I've seen a few people online and various different outlets complaining about the spring game last year, acting like, oh, it wasn't even a real game and all this stuff. I, I don't know. To me, you need to set your lo- your expectations a little bit lower for the spring game because as long as there's just a little bit as long as there's a sunny day, you have a couple drinks, have some fun, well, I think mission accomplished because regardless if it's a real scrimmage like some people have been saying they want to have back or more of a practice like it was last season with a little bit of music and party atmosphere thrown in, either way, you're not exactly getting a lot of real football inside here. Again, even Drinkwitz has openly said, Most position battles, in fact, no real position battles are going to be decided at the end of spring. So again, lower your expectations, maybe take take in the spring game on the east side Wallsworth Family Columns Club, and eh, you'll probably have a good time. But if you're expecting, I don't know, drama, probably stay home. That would be my advice. But you know what? Speaking of drama, plenty of drama in the Missouri quarterback room, as we've been covering a lot here on on the Locked on Mizzou podcast. But you know what? Believe it or not, we're not going to be hearing, apparently, from Brady Cook nor Tyler Macon this spring. And I have some thoughts about that coming up. But first, I want to tell you about a company that made waves earlier this football season with name, image, and likeness. And that's Built Bar. Yes, Built Bar gave every walk-on on the BYU football program a full scholarship earlier this season. Well, You know what? That's a heck of a goal to have if you're a company, to be able to do something like that. But you know what? If you want to create your own goals, your own fitness goals, maybe you want to drop a few pounds, well, Built Bar can be your friend here as well. Not just to BYU football players, but Built Bar can be your friend as well. Your little secret treat that you have while cheating on your keto diet. Well, here's the thing. 
No need to feel guilty because despite the fact that Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate and quite tasty, well, these bars are low-cal, low-sugar, low-carb while being high in protein. So check out Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. And by Stat Hero, and obviously we all love filling out our brackets, right? But most of us are probably going to be licking our wounds after the first couple days of the tournament. So I have a bit of a piece of advice for you. Be like me and hedge your bets this year with Stat Hero's NCAA Pick'em Contest. These contests pit star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky, confusing props. This simply posts sets of players for you to take on with different sets of players. There's all types of different matchups is what I'm trying to say. Multiple multiple players, single-player matchups. You know what? If you think you have an edge, head to stathero.com. Right now, use the promo code Locked On for a 100% deposit match. Once again, that's stathero.com slash Locked On. And use the promo code Locked On for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash Locked On. And use the promo code Locked On. And make sure to check out Locked On's Bracket Breakdown March 14th right here on the Locked On Mizzou feed. So, college basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns and insight on every matchup. So, once again, just check it out right here on the Locked on Mizzou feed. Well, after speaking with the media yesterday following a spring practice, Eli Drinkwitz said that Missouri is not actively seeking another quarterback but he isn't shying away from taking one either. So not exactly breaking news there from Eli. I think everybody had already figured out that Missouri was in the market for a quarterback, asked if Brady Cook and Tyler Macon would welcome the competition. Well, he said they would, but also he let the media know, but you're not going to get to ask them because I'm not going to let you talk to them. Well, isn't that fun? outstanding. I remember a Missouri beat reporter one time gave me a little bit of crap a couple months ago for not attending these press conferences. Well, there's exhibit A of why I don't attend these press conferences or these press events, whatever you want to call them. So to me, I don't know, that's a little short-sighted to me, especially in spring football. What are Brady Cook and Tyler Macon actually going to say that's going to damage the Missouri football program? I'm failing to see that one. I think both of these those young men are probably smart enough not to say something like, I'm going to be the starter to hell with Brady Cook or something like that. That's just not going to happen. So why not let us get to know Tyler Macon a little bit, number one. Has anybody heard him talk yet? Because I, I don't think I have since he's set foot on campus. I'd like to know something about his personality. That'd be great. You know, the thing is, like Tyler Beatty, for instance, another Tyler on the Mizzou football team, well, he had this really big, gregarious, likable personality that it didn't totally feel like we got to know, especially until his senior season, maybe his junior year a little bit, but why not, especially the kids who do have a great personality, 
Get them out in front of a microphone. Get them in front of the camera. How is that bad for your program? To me, that's all positive. But regardless, you know, part of the appeal of college sports, you know, I, I got a little bit verklempt when I saw Javon Pickett walk out there for senior day with his parents at, at the Missouri-Georgia game this past Saturday for senior day. Well, those type of relationships, at least those, you know, those type of emotions, I should more accurately say, because I don't actually have a relationship with these guys, but in my weird mind, I feel like I know them a little bit, and I have an emotional attachment to some of these kids. Well, if you're not going to build that, that hurts your program, that hurts your attendance, that hurts the passion that you're trying to create, and to me... Again, what's the downside? To me, there is obvious upside. I just laid it out to you. But the downside, I just think these coaches get, they overanalyze this stuff and are such control freaks at times that every little thing they worry about going wrong, they sort of miss the bigger picture. And I think this is as good of an example of that as any. And of course, yesterday in news that rocked the National Football League, Drew Locke was traded to the Seattle Seahawks. Wait, what's that? Oh, I'm being told that, in fact, Russell Wilson is probably the headline there. Well, excuse me, I, I'm a Mizzou guy. What do I know? But in all seriousness, though, an, an incredible, massive haul that the Seahawks received in order to get Russell Wilson two first-rounders, two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder, a couple more players, and also including Drew Locke and also in, in order to get Russell Wilson. Now, obviously, one of the big takes going around is that, well, Wilson might be washed up. I'm just telling you right now, I don't agree with that. Wilson had a pretty relatively serious finger break last year that I think once he got past that, he looked pretty strong down the stretch. But regardless, that's a bit of, a, that's a bit of a, an aside there. The real thing is, what does this mean for Drew Locke. If you're a Mizzou fan, you're probably curious about that. And really, to me, this is about as good of a landing spot for Drew as he could possibly have. Now, I've long not been the biggest believer in Locke as an NFL player, but his talent is obvious. And if somebody is going to unleash that talent, truly get his upside, well, I think it was going to not happen in Denver. I think that ship has clearly sailed. So, to me... Just him getting a shot, especially on a team that may very well be rebuilding now, may, may, may well be in sort of tanking mode almost. Well, if you're Drew Locke, you've got a chance to start next year. There is no obvious number one top ten quarterback either necessarily that Seattle's going to go after. So I think Drew has a real chance here to possibly revive his career and is about as good of a landing spot and potential opportunity to start as he could have probably imagined and by the way speaking of former Missouri Tigers in the NFL some people are now jumping to the conclusion since because Noah Fant the former Denver Bronco now current Seattle Seahawk tied in Noah Fant was in that trade well now people are jumping to the conclusion that perhaps this is going to be big for Albert Okwebunam, especially in particular his fantasy value, right? A lot of you are fantasy players, like myself, by the way. Well, i got to be honest, I'm not totally buying into that. Now, as a Mizzou fan, I'd love to see Albert O have a huge season statistically next year, but I, I just don't know that I'm seeing it for a couple reasons. Number one, I think his injury concerns are, are very obvious and, and are still apparent. He missed an entire season practically with an ACL injury. 
missed at least three more games on top of that with with different injuries. But even bigger of a concern, I'm just not sure he's an every-down player. Unless they're going to use him as a full-time slot receiver split out, which I can't totally see either, I just think he's going to have to work on his run blocking quite a bit from what I've seen to actually be able to be on the field for as many snaps as it would take for him to be a a consistent fantasy performer at tight end. So certainly a deep sleeper, but I, I just, again, as somebody who's played fantasy for 20, 25 years, that's a little bit of a leap to me. And coming up with Selection Sunday just a few days away, you know what, before we actually get our brackets, I want to talk about what I look for in terms of especially a champion, but lots of teams to pick in your brackets to go a long way. Something my wisdom has told me over the years. But first, speaking of March Madness, like I said, just a week away or so. Well, that means you need to start right now figuring out where you're going to run your brackets. Well, I have a question for you. Do you want the usual experience or do you want the best experience? Well, if you want the best It's RunYourPool.com along with standard brackets. RunYourPool offers Survivor, PickX, both really fun different different styles in their own way. I happen to be a Survivor type guy, but regardless of what it is, they have options to edit your scoring and lots of intel and stuff you're not going to find on on the big boys at ESPN or CBS. So if you've got a business, you got a bunch of employees, a friends, family group, I'm telling you, clearly run your pool is the best because like like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. If you want to play against Locked on Mizzou hosts for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool and enter Pure Madness at checkout for 10 bucks off your custom pool. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. And by rockauto.com. And you know what? I've got a little secret for all of you. Man, those dealerships and those big box auto parts stores, they're ripping you off. They got two tiers for Joe Blow and Joe Sixpack like me and you. And they have a a lower tier for professionals. That doesn't seem right, does it? Well, rockauto.com has low prices Regardless of which tier you're in, there's only one tier at rockauto.com. So use their easy-to-navigate website to find exactly what you need, but you will find different tiers of different types of products. So say you need... You need some. You need an oil filter for your for your Dodge Ram, for instance. Well, you'll find that quickly, and you'll also find that there's standard, economy, premium options. So no matter what your price range is, we'll find you at RockAuto.com. And even if you've got the premium one, well, again, you're gonna find the best price. So go to RockAuto.com right now to see everything available for your vehicle, and right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Well, ever since 1995, when I correctly picked the entire Final Four as a precocious 12-year-old, yes, that's right, I didn't have Missouri in the Final Four that year, the Tyus Edney year, but you know what? I've had some good years and a lot of bad years in the preceding time, the preceding decades, but you know what? The good news is I've learned a lot in that amount of time, and I think I've gotten even better at picking in recent years. So 
What do I look for in a tournament team, especially one that I'm expecting to go to the Final Four or even win the championship? Well, the first thing I absolutely look for, go to KenPom.com and look at where everybody play, how everybody plays defense. It's really simple. It's the most simple statistic in the world. It's defensive. It's their adjusted defense, their adjusted offense. Just take a look at those two numbers. Now, don't get me wrong, offense matters a lot, but when it comes to a single-game elimination tournament where you have to win six games in a row to win the national championship, it's unlikely you're going to shoot 50%, for instance, for all six games in a row. In fact, it's much more likely in one of those games you're going to shoot sub-40% or so. So your defense is going to have to carry you at a certain point. So you don't necessarily have to be top 5 or 10, but you can't be bad. So, for instance, who does that eliminate right off the top to me? Well, a couple really good teams. Purdue is number one in the country in offense, but they're 100th in adjusted defense. Now, I hate to say it, that reminds me of a team from about 10 years ago called the 2012 Missouri Tigers. And, well, unfortunately, we all know how that one ended in March. The Tigers scored 84 points, I believe, and still ended up losing to Norfolk State. Now, obviously, that was a bit of a fluke, but to me, I've seen this over and over again. you got to play some defense if you're going to go a long way in March, for the most part, from my experience. So again, get Iowa out of there, get Purdue out of there, and probably get Ohio State out of there, too. Just their I don't know that Ohio State is somebody who was on a Final Four radar from a lot of people, but... They score a lot of points, and you know, but 121st in defense, that's just not going to cut it. And same thing with Purdue and Iowa, two really good teams that I just think eventually that defense will catch up with them. Now, two other factors I look for when picking a champion, I'd like to see some high-level NBA talent on your roster, or if not that, some experience. At the very, very least. And a bunch, of, a bunch of juniors and seniors would be nice on a high-level team. But of course, in college basketball these days, you're not going to always get that. So who really has the high-level NBA talent right now? And when I say high-level, I'm talking like top five of the draft type, type people. Well, Duke has two of those guys, so that's pretty interesting, right? Auburn certainly has one of them. And Jabari Smith, Gonzaga, Purdue with Jaden Ivey. So, okay, that's maybe a reason to consider Purdue again a little bit. But of all those teams I just mentioned, leaving Purdue aside, to me, Gonzaga has the most returning experience, and especially having the experience of being in the championship game last year, having Chet Holmgren, that, again, high-level NBA talent. To me, Gonzaga is the obvious pick right now to win the national championship. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, and again, Obvious, yeah, no kidding, John. They're number one in Ken Palm, number one in the AP poll. Not breaking a whole lot of new ground here, but frankly, I think over the next week or so, you're going to see a ton of people trying to find reasons to pick against Gonzaga. Well, as it's as it stands right now, I don't see a whole lot of reasons to pick against them, and, and if we're going to do it right now, they're my pick to win the national championship. Now, another thing I like to do and is try to find this sort of a little bit off the radar team to pick for the final four, generally a four or five seed, that type of thing. For example, 
Auburn from a year or two ago. I, I had them correctly, whatever year they ended up making the Final Four. Definitely wasn't last year. I guess it would have been three years ago now with the pandemic 2020 tournament being canceled. But who fits that mold? Well, again, I haven't decided which team I'd be leaning toward here, how the brackets actually Actually, when the brackets are actually set, well, I'll have a better idea of which way I'm leaning matchup-wise. But who is ranked highly to start the season that has maybe fallen off of the radar a little bit? Well, I think UCLA qualifies, even though I believe they're still in the top 25. They were very highly thought of in the preseason, obviously made the Final Four last year. Also, the Longhorns of Texas, Michigan, although bad defensive team, not not a big fan of Michigan. Boy, that's really a, a theme with the Big Ten so far. Not a lot of defense being played in that conference this season. But also, you know what? A real under-the-radar team that looks like it'll probably make the field of 68. How about Penny Hardaway in Memphis? They've got some talent. Let's take another look at them come Selection Sunday. Again, those are just some teams to sort of have on your radar. And we'll we'll see how they look after this this conference tournament week and also how the brackets shake out but you know what thanks so much for making locked on mizzou your first listen now if i were you i would make your second listen locked on nfl draft with ryan tracy and former nfl corner eric crocker they bring you the nfl draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and nfl front front offices it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts So, until next time, we'll talk about the Missouri Ole Miss game. See if I won you five bucks, 15 bucks or not. Until then, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.